The question that I get today, almost more than any other question, is this. How did we get here? Well, there's an answer to that question, and I want to talk about that today. In 1925, the Scopes Monkey Trial put conservative fundamentalist religion on the front page of the newspaper, and intellectuals across the country made fun of simple people of faith. In 1962, the Supreme Court heard a case entitled Engel versus Vital and decided that approved prayers could no longer be practiced with school children in their classrooms. In 1963, they followed up with Abingdon School District versus Shemp and made the same conclusion about Bible readings in public schools. What they did was they began to reject the basic documents and practices of the Judeo-Christian worldview. Flash forward to more recent days, in 2012, the Democrat convention removed any mention of God from their political platform. By 2019, the Democrat National Committee passed a resolution that denounced Christian belief by claiming that such belief is a threat to the corporate life of America. Well, what's happened is, in this progression through the 20th century, we have moved away from an acknowledgement that there is a lawgiver. There is a God to whom we answer as a nation. And as we have rejected the lawgiver, guess what we get in return? We get an increase in lawlessness. Now, it's interesting because that word lawlessness ought to remind you of a description of a character that the Apostle Paul talks to us about in his little letter that we call 2 Thessalonians. In 2 Thessalonians, Paul refers to the Antichrist figure, this opposition leader against God that is a part of human history in the very last days of, of, our, of our creation story. He calls him the man of lawlessness. But let me read you some, uh, some verses out of 2 Corinthians chapter 2 about this man of lawlessness. Paul says, no one is to deceive you in any way, for it will not come unless the apostasy comes first and the man of lawlessness is revealed, the son of destruction, who opposes and exalts himself above every so-called God or object of worship so that he takes his seat in the temple of God, displaying himself as being God. You see, as we have rejected the real God, we've created a cultural vacuum that is ready to receive a fake God. Now, this man of lawlessness, this substitute God, Paul goes on to tell us this. In, in verse seven, it says, for the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. In other words, this spiritual strategy of creating a society ready for evil to take power, this process of producing a lawless generation, that process has already been at work now for 2,000 years. But like a snowball rolling down a mountain, it's getting bigger and faster in recent days. Now, 
In verse 10 of this chapter, we have this, and this is the part I want you to hear. He says, with all the deception of wickedness for those who perish because they did not accept the love of the truth so as to be saved. Now you can read that entire chapter for yourself, but what Paul says is two things. There is a mystery of lawlessness that is progressing through human history to produce a time when a man of lawlessness will step in and present himself as the solution to a world of problems. But what's fascinating in verse 10 is Paul says that delusion, that deception is already underway, but it's not, surprisingly enough, it's not the enemy targeting deception at followers of Jesus Christ. Rather, the deception is targeted at those who do not follow Jesus Christ. You say, well, if they're not Jesus followers, why do they need to be deceived? Because the unbelievers are being led to a place where they can't, they can't any longer recognize truth. In other words, the world in the last days that Paul is describing will be inundated by fake news. That's how evil plans to overtake the world. Fake news and the spread of secular thinking, a thinking that doesn't account for God at any point in the equation. What is the counter strategy for that? It is for those of us who follow Jesus to strengthen our ability to think biblically about current events. That's what we try and do at Truth Currents. We try and take current events and frame them with a biblical mindset so that we can evaluate the right way to approach and understand. We live in a generation where riots are commonplace now in our cities. The rule of law is regularly set aside as we see protesters who are arrested, but then released by district attorneys who don't want to press charges. We see illegal immigrants who are facilitated in entering this country by the government. We see conservative speech canceled and religious liberty ignored. And now more and more, we're beginning to see overreach in government actions. What does that mean? Well, Proverbs chapter 14, verse 15 says this, the naive believes everything, but the sensible person considers his steps. We've got to learn to think biblically. Let me make some suggestions to you. In Romans chapter 12, verse two, Paul the apostle says this, he tells us in that verse, he says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind so that you may discern what the will of God is. In other words, he says, don't be conformed to this world. The, the word conformed means shaped to a fashion. In other words, matching what you see around you. It's easy for Christians to find themselves struggling with uh, with worldliness because it is the dominant fashion of our day. Casual Christianity comes from assuming that we should think about things the same way our non-Christian neighbors think about them. And yet Paul says, I don't want you to be conformed to the world. I want you to allow your mind to be transformed. That word is very interesting because it's the same root word in Greek 
that we find in the Gospels when the disciples tell us about that day when they saw the glory of Jesus in what's called his transfiguration. There was a moment in time where Jesus allowed his glory that was cloaked in his humanity, they were allowed a glimpse of that. And they saw that there was something extraordinary in him. Well, here that word means to be transformed. It's where we get our English word metamorphosis. It means uh, a, a serious change that takes place. For us, we, are, we need to allow God to renew our minds daily. We do that by surrendering our thoughts to biblical standards so that he will transfigure us from the inside out. That is, we can face a generation of fake news because we, we learn how to think God thoughts. Well, the challenge of thinking biblically in the face of the onslaught of information that we have in this generation, information that can be true or false, that onslaught is coming at us every single day. We have to figure out how to think biblically. I hope Truth Currents has assisted you in developing the mental discipline to not just see news stories or read headlines and jump to conclusions of what you think your political party or, or your perspective should, should hold on a particular issue. I hope that you've begun to look at events and say, how can I frame this through the Word of God so that I can understand how to think about it? Let me just give you uh, a teaser about what's coming. In coming weeks on Truth Currents, we're gonna talk about a number of topics that I'm researching now that I hope to be able to frame for you in a way to help you practice the discipline of transforming your mind by thinking biblically about current events. We're gonna look in coming weeks at the Mississippi challenge to Roe versus Wade that will be heard by the Supreme Court this fall. I don't want you to just jump on to your favorite uh, news commentator's uh, perspective. I want you to think biblically about what's happening and how we should stand in relation to this particular topic. This is the first real challenge to Roe versus Wade in a generation. But we need to think biblically about this process so that we can have conversations with people and talk them off the ledge because the media is gonna lose their mind and tell them things that are not true, fake news. We're gonna talk about transhumans. Now in the conversation of transgender and transsexual and everything else trans, you may not have heard the phrase transhumans, but it's a, it's a philosophy of thought that is gaining traction that argues that humans can now take charge of their own evolutionary process and by using both mechanical and electronic technology, we can now enhance the human mind and body through the physical merging with technology. In other words, the $6 million man, for those of us old enough to remember that old TV show, it's a real thing. We're being told now that we can take charge of evolution by taking the human mind, the human body, to whole new levels of capability by implanting artificial enhancements. We're gonna talk about 
how to think biblically about that. We're gonna talk in coming weeks about COVID vaccine information that I guarantee you have not heard from the mainstream media. Now, I'm not talking about fringe information from kooks on the internet who have every conceivable conspiracy theory. I'm talking about detailed scientific research from sources like the CDC. And we're gonna piece it all together so that we can understand some things about the COVID vaccine mandates and situations that you're not being told. It's gonna to be real interesting in the next couple of days because Black Lives Matters has just announced that they're going to begin having public protests against President Biden's vaccine mandate. Well, that's gonna put some progressives in a real bind because if they have Black Lives Matter protesting vaccine mandates, they're not, their heads are gonna start spinning. They're not gonna know who to support or where to stand. From a detached sociological vantage point, it's gonna be fascinating to watch. But we can't be detached. How do we think biblically about what's happening in our generation? We're gonna talk in one upcoming Truth Currents on the subject that I call surveillance totalitarianism. That is the increasing ability of government to know everything about you from where you go to what you look at online. And now with the government's new proposed regulations, the ability for them to track how all the money that comes into and out of your bank accounts. Surveillance totalitarianism. We're gonna talk about where we stand in the timeline of Revelation and the last days. We're gonna talk about why baseball is the best professional sport in America. No, I'm just kidding. We don't need to talk about that. That's self-evident. We've got a lot to talk about and we need to think about it biblically. I hope that Truth Currents is in your regular viewing habits on Friday mornings. If not, I hope you'll make it that way because over the next few weeks, we're gonna take the Word of God and we're gonna frame current events as we've been doing. And we're gonna practice the transformation of our minds by thinking biblically about current events. I hope you'll join us. This is Truth Currents.